Kids love movies. If you're a young person who can't see or can't see well, Audio Description provides access to the visual images that sighted kids enjoy. The benefits of Audio Description in Education Beatty Contest, sponsored by ACB's Audio Description Project and the Described and Captioned Media Program, wants those kids to experience Audio Description and then tell us about it. You have a chance to win prizes for yourself and your teacher. Just go to www.badycontest.org, B-A-D-I-E contest.org. And keep on enjoying audio description. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to ACB Communities. It's wonderful to be here today. Thank you guys for inviting us. I'm Jeff Bazer. I work at Vespero and Freedom Scientific. I'm the director of sales for the South Central part of the United States. So I cover states like Texas and go all the way north as far as Iowa and Nebraska and then out to Colorado and New Mexico. So I've been here at Vespero three years this time and was here nine years back in the early 2000s. So I know folks like John and Larry and uh, many folks from ACB have been to lots and lots of both state and national conventions. So it's, it's a great opportunity and a great honor to, uh, to be here and talk with you guys today. And I think we're going to discuss standalone scanning and reading devices. That's what they told me. And I'm happy to talk about that and give you an idea of what offerings we have from Vespero, Freedom Scientific, Enhanced Vision, Optelec. So as you folks might already know, all those company names I'm mentioning are all under the Vespero umbrella. So when you hear Vespero, that just means the company that uh, is over all of the other more familiar brands that uh, you might have heard of, you know, for many, many years being Freedom Scientific, Enhanced Vision, Optelec, and more too. So um, I think we're going to be able to allow you to ask questions as well. So if you do have a question or a comment that you want to talk about uh, while we're here today, feel free to raise your hand. Lucy told me that uh, you can you can do that and we'll acknowledge you at that point. And I think that's Alt-Y. Am I right, guys? Alt-Y should... Yes, that's uh, correct. Uh, on the PC, I might as well just tell them right now. Um, Alt-Y on the PC to raise your hand. Option-Y on the Mac. Star-9 on your landlines and um, on your phones, on your smartphone and devices. There, This is a webinar, so the raise hand button is right on the main screen. Okay. Perfect. Very good. So feel free to do that at any time. And uh, Lucy, you can you can interrupt or, you know, whatever. It's, it's no problem. We have a small enough group here and I want to make sure that anybody who has a question can certainly ask. So let's talk about um, why somebody uh, might need or might have an interest in a standalone scanning and reading device. You know, typically we might think of OCR first and foremost with uh, a product like Open Book, maybe, or JAWS, a software product on the computer. We can connect our Pearl camera and allow you to do that through JAWS, through Open Book, and that's been that way for years. Also, on many different video magnification devices, different CCTVs, maybe like the Topaz OCR or the 
uh, Merlin Elite Pro or the Clearview C with speech, all, all of those CCTVs have optical character recognition built into them too, OCR. And what we mean by OCR, of course, is the ability to scan or take a picture of printed material like a document, for example, or a letter that you would get in the mail. God forbid a bill of some kind, right? You'd want to be able to read that. So what happens with OCR is we're able to take a picture and then have it read back in synthesized speech. So it's converting text to speech. That's what OCR does. So, but what if maybe you weren't a computer user? You, you just decided that you wanted nothing to do with computers, or maybe there were some other cognitive issues going on where you weren't able to use a computer, or maybe you were a little older, a senior, and thought, you know, I, I've just never been too interested in learning how to use a computer, or I've learned, but I'm, I'm not real tech savvy. Or what if you walked into the library or someplace public and boy, wouldn't it be nice to be able to scan some material that had to do with wherever you were, a museum, the library, things like that. So that in all of those situations, at least the ones that I can think of off the bat, and you might be thinking of others, and if you, if you are or if you do and you have a question about that where, you know, would this machine be relevant there, please feel free to speak up. But that's where uh, what we call a standalone scanning and reading device might be something that you'd want to consider and something that would really work well in a situation like that. So we have several offerings at Vispero and Freedom Scientific, depending on the, the brand. Um, so a lot of these devices were around before Vispero acquired these different companies and that's why we have uh, you know we have many of them to offer but they're also all uh, a bit unique in their own way they do the same thing they allow you to scan and read a document and they'll read it back to you but some of them have some different features that you definitely want to consider and we're going to talk about two of them to start with there is a third as well and if we have time we'll, we'll talk about that but we're going to start by telling you about the smart reader HD from enhanced vision and then the Omni Reader from Freedom Scientific. And these are two of the, the latest products. The Smart Reader HD is in its second edition, I believe, now. And the Omni Reader has been out, I'm trying to think, about three years, I think, or so. And uh, they're both unique, and they're both pretty cool. So let's start by talking a little bit about the Smart Reader HD from Enhanced Vision. Now, <clears throat> if you have this in front of you, it sits upright. You could put it on a tabletop, on your desk, that kind of thing. There's a camera that comes out much like you would find on a CCTV. So the way that you turn the Smart Reader HD on is you open the camera. So it actually, when you, when you close it, it locks in place. And then all you do is just push it in and the camera comes up. And it is looking down on the document that you're getting ready to scan. So if you think of a CCTV and the camera above and you, you know, place your document below, that's exactly what happens here with the Smart Reader HD as well. And what you can do at this point is push one button. It's called the capture button and it's on top and it's on the left or the right side of the, of the, uh, of the unit. 
And when you push that button, what's going to happen is the smart reader is going to take a picture and then it's going to process. So if this was a letter that you received in the mail, as long as it's printed material, we can't do handwriting, of course, but but this could be any kind of printed material. It's going to take a picture of that and it's going to begin reading it back to you in a synthesized voice. I think by default on the smart reader, you've got a female, I think it's Jill from the, um, what, Real Speak Vocalizer family of voices, if you're reading in English, anyway. And if you don't like that one, you can, of course, select other voices as well. You get a series of voices by default that are there, both male and female. And this is available in different languages as well. So uh, if you need Spanish, for example, Castilian, Latin American, if it was French, if it was German, all of those languages are there as well. Now we're not going to we're not going to convert. We're not going to you know interpret. But uh, if it's a Spanish document, of course you just select the language and then you could take a picture and it would read back to you. Now you can change the volume, of course. You can change the rate of speech. So that's probably what you're going to do first. Is you're going to figure out all right how loud do I want this and how fast or slow do I need it read. Now. What's nice about all of these devices, these standalone OCR devices, is they're designed for people who, like we said before, aren't real technical, are not computer savvy. So the idea is that we've tried to make this about as simple of a process as possible for you to get going reading your mail or reading printed material. So you press one button to scan. And it begins reading back to you. Your volume on the smart reader device is on the left side. It's a little dial that's on the left side of the unit. And then on the right side is a similar dial that allows you to change your rate of speech. So that's it to get started. Now, if you want to move back and forth in the document, you want to go line by line, there's a button on either side of the play pause button. So there's these are large color-coded buttons that are on the base or on the bottom of this smart reader HD device. And there's three buttons there. In the middle, you've got your play pause. On the left and the right, you've got your uh, buttons to move you back and forth in the document. And you can either move by sentence or line or by word if you want to do that. So that gives you, you know, ways to be able to move through your document if you want to get someplace quickly. So it's pretty cool. It's, it's a great way to be able to read any printed material quickly. So let's say that you just, you know, went out, checked your mail, got something there. You would just bring it inside, turn on your smart reader. Or maybe you already had it on, put the paper under the camera, hit your scan button, and instantly you're reading your document. Excuse me, Larry, or Scott, Jeff. Oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. Um, we do have a, a raised hand if you want to take that. Sure, go right ahead. Okay, Michelle, you should see a message on your screen to unmute. Hi, can you hear me? Hey, Michelle, I can hear you. Hey, Go ahead. You? I had a question. Are the, uh, the 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 play button and stuff, is it tactile or has it got Braille on it or anything? It is tactile. There's no Braille on it, but uh, you, you could definitely tell that you were on the play pause button. It's a big button right in the center of the of the base of the smart reader. And on the left or the right side, you've got similar buttons, but they're a little smaller that would allow you to move back and forth in the document. Okay, great. Thank you. 
Sure, you're welcome. That's a great question because, you know, a lot of people might be thinking, well, if I maybe have some dexterity issues going on or that kind of thing, you know, I'm not used to feeling these buttons and, and trying to figure out where I'm at. How am I going to be able to work this device? And that's uh, that's a very good question. And that is a very nice feature about the smart reader is that they're large buttons. There's only three of them. They're all on the base of the unit right in front. The middle one of the three is going to be your play and pause button. So you just press it to play, press it to pause, and, you know, that kind of thing. You know, I was going to give a little bit of a history of these devices before we started, and I kind of jumped the gun a little bit. So let's go back and just talk about these a little bit. If uh, you've been around technology for a number of years, these standalone scanning and reading devices have been around about as long as screen readers and the open book program itself and, and things like that. So they've gone back about 25 years probably or so. I think I think that's about right. And the reason is because, you know, for, for that long, and I think there always will be people who just do not, for whatever reason, want to get in front of the computer and do this kind of thing, an open book or JAWS or, you know, whatever it is that they're using. They want a standalone device. And so one of the first ones that I saw was much, much larger than uh, what we have now with the smart reader, the omni reader, and the the clear reader. And that's because back when these devices were first available, it was a flatbed scanner that was placed inside of these devices. And you guys, uh, if you've seen a, a flatbed scanner before, it's a large rectangular device with a big screen where you're going to place your document. So you just place your document on there, and what the flatbed scanner would do is take a picture of it by scanning. The issue with that was it took a lot longer than what we've now moved to, which is just the camera inside these devices that snaps a photo, that snaps a picture of the document, processes it with the OCR, and then begins reading back. So once we moved from the flatbed scanner devices like the Vera, that's one of them that I'm thinking about that they had at uh, Freedom Scientific. And I think it actually stood for Very Easy Reading Appliance. Anybody remember that device? V-E-R-A. I do. This thing was a sign. You remember that one, Lucy? I do too. I do too. Larry, you would? Yeah, I would. (laughs) That thing was the size of a piece of furniture, wasn't it? (laughs) I mean, this was something that you were definitely going to have to find a place in your house for. It took two people to lift it. (laughs) That's exactly right. It was a very heavy device, a very large device. This was something you were going to decorate your home with or or lack thereof if uh, if if you were going to use it. But it did the same thing. It, it accomplished the same task. And I think that one had a pad, you know, a keypad that came with it because it was just a, a very large device. So just like lots of other technology, uh, these devices too, the standalone, standalone OCR devices have come a long way. They've gotten smaller, better, faster for sure. So back to the smart reader, one of the other things that you can do, and and this is the case with a lot of these devices as well, is that what if you want to see what you've actually scanned? Maybe you need it in a larger font. Maybe you require a, a different color background, much like a CCTV. Well, these devices allow you to do that as well. And, uh, Specifically on the smart reader, you can actually plug this or connect this to a monitor. So if you have an HDTV or you have just a computer monitor that you want to connect, 
there are ports on the smart reader, HDMI port on the smart reader to be able to do that. Okay, we have a raised hand. Mm-hmm. If you Go want ahead. area code seven one eight, you should be able to unmute. Yes. Uh, you mentioned you can go back, and ha- but you only have like one button to go back. How do you go back by word, by line, etc.? And once you're on a word, how can you get it to spell it? All right. Very good question. Um, I am pretty sure that the smart reader has that capability by pressing the button more than once. So you could actually press it twice, the play pause button for the word that you're on. I'd have to check that for sure. But what you do to move back and forth by word is you hold down your play pause button while you're pushing the left or the right button. In other words, the the backwards or the forward button. That's how you're going to move by word. If you want to, and if you want to move by multiple word, just hold those buttons down. Keep pressing your your backwards or your forwards button, and that will move you word by word in your document. To move by line, you don't have to hold that play pause button down. There is the uh, by default. That's what the left and the right buttons are going to do. Move you back by line in your document or forward. And the more you press those buttons, the fat, the uh, you know, more you're going to move. So that's how those that's how those buttons work. Okay, thanks. Now you're welcome. Now it's also interesting about that because when you're connecting to a monitor, so when you have your smart reader HD uh, displaying video as well, the machine knows that. And then you have additional capabilities for zooming in and out, so changing your size of magnification as well as the color background as well. And all of the, you know, the popular palette of colors are there. Your uh, blacks on whites, your grays, your reverse, those kind of things are all included there. And what you do in that case to move through those options is you use your uh, left and right buttons with the, the dials that I mentioned earlier for the volume and for the rate of speech. So if you're holding, for example, the left button or the backward button down and then moving the volume, when you move it away from you, that is going to increase the size of your magnification. And when you move it toward you, that will decrease it. Conversely, on the right side, if you hold down the forward button and then move that dial, that is how you're going to move through your palette of colors to pick the color that you want. Okay, we have another hand. <laughs> this All is right. Gonna... <laughs> Go right ahead. Tina, you should be able to unmute. We can hear Hi, you. Uh, actually, this is Tony Soul. Um, I'm just using uh, Tina's laptop. Um, can you <laughs> save documents to the cloud with that, or how does it save? And can you describe the keypad? Is it like a number keypad? Um, I'm picturing like a number keypad you would plug into a laptop that okay. used to go with the old open books. And sure. the other question, the other part of that is, um, if you can save it, how do you? where does it go? And can you put a sticking SD card into the thing? Got it. Great questions. Very good questions. Thank you, Tony. Tony and Tina, look at that. Yes. (laughs) Okay. First of all, you can't save to the cloud with these devices. They don't allow you to do that. And now the Omni Reader, which we'll talk about here in a little while, does have Wi-Fi capability, and you can bring books into that and things like that. You can get a little fancier there. But when you're saving documents on this, you absolutely can do that. Uh, there is a hard drive that's built into both of these, and you can save documents right there. You can name them and that kind of thing. You also can connect a USB thumb drive so that you can save 
to the USB drive as well. And you can do that on the smart reader and on the Omni reader as well. That's how you save. So you're not saving to the cloud, but you can absolutely save in the device itself. And I think uh, I saw one example of uh, a thousand pages, a thousand scans would fit on the included hard drive there. So safe to say you're really not going to run out of space, but you can save, you know, lots and lots of text on the hard drive itself. And then basically you're unlimited when you connect your USB thumb drive to save files there. And then, so what you could do is if you, maybe you had specific pieces of mail or letters or documents that you wanted to save on a thumb drive, for example, and then you could just bring that, plug it in at a later time, bring those back up once again through the menus. And if they were, you know, scanned previously, they'd be right there for you to be able to read once again. Now, to answer your question about the keypad, on the smart reader, there is an optional keypad that can be purchased. For most of the features on the Smart Reader HD, you're not going to need this this keypad. So uh, the buttons are actually built into the device right on the front. The capture buttons are on the top of the device. So if you think of um, this device sitting upright, the base is at the bottom, the speaker is in the middle, and at the top is the capture button, and then there's a handle on the back. This is a very well-built, solid piece of machinery, this Smart Reader HD, and it's got uh, it's got a great speaker on it, too, some real nice bass sound, and it's just a, a very well-designed device. So then uh, where you're going to – your ports are going to be on the back, so that's where you're going to plug it in and uh, where your HDMI port would be for a monitor to connect if you wanted to do that as well. Now, let's talk about this. I didn't mention this yet either. There is a battery, built-in battery, on uh, all of these OCR devices I'm going to talk about today. On the Smart Reader HD, they say that uh, that should last about eight hours per charge. So you're going to charge for about three to four hours, and then you should get about eight hours of continuous use on that. So this is a, excuse me, this is something that's portable that you could move from room to room. You could take it with you, you know, wherever you were going and that kind of thing. And because it's got the built-in battery life of about eight hours, you know, you wouldn't necessarily have to worry about plugging it into the wall. The Omni reader that we'll talk about here in a second is about 12 hours of uh, battery life on that. So depending on which one of these devices you're using, you know, you've got really nice battery life. And that's uh, one of the things that we were able to do. We talked about the earlier devices like the Vera that were these huge pieces of furniture that were very heavy to move. And there was no battery in those either, just simply because they were too big and you weren't going to be moving them around. But once we moved from the flatbed scanners into the cameras that were in these devices where you could just snap a picture of the document, they became much smaller. And then we had, uh, you know, it was much more practical to have a battery and be able to then move these devices around, take them wherever you wanted to go. But uh, very good questions there. I'm trying to think here if uh, I have left any features out on the smart reader. We've given you kind of an idea on what it does. Over 20 languages available. Large tactile control buttons. We talked about that. Talked about the eight-hour rechargeable battery. What if you want to plug in some headphones to have a little privacy? You can definitely do that on all of these devices. So we haven't forgotten about that. Maybe you get uh, something sensitive in the mail. You want to be able to read that. You can certainly, uh, you know, plug in your headphones for that. Uh, 
connecting to a monitor with the uh, color combinations and the zooming in and out change of magnification. We talked about that. And we talked about importing and exporting documents from a USB drive. So I think we've uh, pretty much covered uh, what we have on the smart reader. Any other questions right now, uh, Miss Lucy? Anybody have their hands up? Yes. Jeff. You should be able to unmute, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Go ahead, sir. Hey, so this is Jeff. Um, Is it upgradable? Can you upgrade the software in the machine? And then how much does it cost? Right. Very good questions. Um, So... For the most part, these devices kind of do what they do, and you don't have to worry about a lot of updates. But the answer is absolutely they're upgradable. Sometimes there might be a bug that we found, or there might be some new features that we've added later. And then absolutely. And the way we do that uh, for the most part is that you would take a USB thumb drive, and you would uh, download the file on a computer, you know, from the Internet, put it on a thumb drive, and then run it. And we would give you specific instructions on how to do that and get it on your Smart Reader HD. And the Omni Reader works the same way. So they're absolutely upgradable. And we have very good news on the cost of the Smart Reader. It is actually the least priced product in this category. It's eighteen ninety five, one thousand eight ninety five is the cost on this device. The one we're going to talk about here next, the Omni Reader, is $24.95. And the reason for that is because uh, it has a built-in screen. So it has some more features. But I'll tell you what, uh, that was a very good question, Jeff, and I should have mentioned it before on the price. Um, the best bang for the buck is, uh, is certainly probably in that Smart Reader HD if that meets all of your needs as far as features go. If you don't need a built-in monitor, if you don't need some of the features that we're going to talk about in a moment here on the Omni Reader, then uh, clearly for a standalone OCR device that's portable that you can take with you that uh, has a camera, so quick processing to scan material, the Smart Reader is it. It's a great product. So, very good okay. question. All right. Lily, you should be able to unmute. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Very good. Quick, Thank quick you. question. I have an iPal Solo, mm-hmm. which is old. I've had it a while, and I like it, but it doesn't, it doesn't seem to have the features of the smart reader that you're talking about. As far as portability, um, navigation, those kind of things. And also, do the instructions for the smart reader come in Braille? I don't think they come in Braille by default. Um, They are online with the manual. There is likely a a card or, you know, a, a user guide that you're going to get in the box that is going to have some initial instruction in it. I believe that is a larger print, but we would be able to provide the user guide for you. Um, You know, we could, we could give that to you in a format from the web. If you needed it converted to a specific file, I don't know that we could provide it to you in Braille, but uh, we could certainly help you find a place where you could get that done. For sure. Thank you. And what's the size of this um, 
smart reader? Well, it weighs about four pounds. Uh-huh. And it is something that you could set right in front of you on a table or a desk. Right. It's very portable. It's got a handle on it. So you could just pick it up much like, you know what it kind of reminds me of? You know, the older um, portable boom boxes, you know, that used to have the CD player, the radio yes. in it, be able to pick yeah. up and take with you. That's kind of what this is like, about the size of a device like that. And it's got a handle like that. Okay, so it's so basically it's, a box that you're going to pick up and and carry with you anywhere that you would want to go, since it's got a battery, an eight-hour battery in it as well. And if I wanted to go and read more on this, would I just go into the net and put in Smart Reader HD? Yes, ma'am. That's exactly what you could do. So you could Google Smart Reader HD, and the first thing that's going to come up is the Enhanced Vision page where you can read about it. Right. There are videos on YouTube for all of these devices. In fact, there's a good one from Sight and Sound Technologies in the UK where they actually compare and contrast the Smart Reader and the Omni Reader. Well, thank you so much. The one we'll talk about next. Yeah, you're welcome. Absolutely. Very good questions. And so... Uh, anybody else who who maybe missed that or, you know, we didn't talk about that uh, before. If you do want to learn more about these devices, uh, each one of them have a respective web page under the, the brand, the company uh, who manufactures them. And then there's also uh, videos on YouTube on on all of these devices as well. Okay. Lo- Laurent, <clears throat> excuse me, Laurent. Laurent is. Um, Sorry about that. <laughs> no worries. Um, Hey, I have the, I think it's called the Optilec 10 HD. Oh, you have, is it the Compact 10? I think so. Yes, sir. Um, that's that's one of your products too, right? It is, yeah. Okay. Um, I've been playing around with it for, for a few weeks. Um, is there... Does does this one? And I'm sorry if I'm um, stepping aside here from from the products you're reviewing, but um, does does that one has like a quick um, read as you put a piece of paper? You know, kind of like seeing AI has that you don't have to take a, a scan, a photo to to process. Does it have that? And, and if not, does any um, does any OCR device have that capability? Okay, so Lauren is talking about the the Compact 10, which is another, it's a video magnifier that we have from Optilec, and it's got a 10-inch screen that's built into it. And so let me see if I'm understanding the question properly. So the Compact 10 has OCR built into it. So you could snap a picture just like we're talking about, and it will read back the information to you. And it also has on the Compact 10, if you wanted to just snap a picture, then um, all of the different magnification would be available to you. So you could change the color background and make it as large or as small as you wanted to. And it could be much larger than the, you know, than the font or the, the size of the print on the document. As far as a quick read, I'm not sure exactly what you're referring to there, but it will either read the document to you if you hit your OCR button so you can listen to it in synthesized speech or you can magnify the document in any way that you want to. Right. But you still have to, to snap a photo before it reads anything back, right? You do. Yeah. So are you wondering if you just uh, put it under the camera, if it's just going to begin reading to you like in a live mode kind of thing? Yes. No, no, they're not going to do that. They have to get a picture 
and then they've got to process that because they actually have to convert the text into speech to be able to read it back. Yeah, no, no, I, and and I get that. Um, does I, are you familiar with the 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 CAI app? Yes. All right. Now that app does like a quick read like this, right? You set your phone and and it'll start reading what it sees on the screen, right? And I'm, I guess I'm trying to save some time here. If I have, you know, I'm going through the stack of mail, right? Yep. If I want to see what's coming, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping to get like, you know, not have to, to click, let it process. And, you know, which takes, you know, 30 seconds until you get the information you're looking for. Right. Right. Uh, right. And if you have, you know, a stack of, you know, 10, 15 envelopes that, that kind of adds up. Right. Takes a little time for sure. Actually, I think we're under 30 seconds on these though. When you, when you press the, uh, I, I wish I had a direct, I could directly solve the question you're answering there, Lauren, and I don't think I can. So, but what happens is when when you snap a picture on this, uh, within about 10 seconds, it's reading to you. So it's going to process pretty quickly. Now, it's not going to be uh, immediate. You know, when you, when you put it under the camera, it's not going to begin reading immediately. But when you snap that picture, it does not take long at all to begin reading. And that's, that's one of the other things that's very nice about these devices compared to the older flatbed scanning and reading devices. Those took a long time. Those took much longer than that. But now with the uh, snapping of the photo with, with the cameras built into these, these are 13 megapixel cameras. They're, they're pretty uh, you know, high quality cameras and they, they process quickly. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Kathy. Does, does it tell you if the page is upside down or will it read it either way? And same ah, thing about good. if the page is blank. Very good well. question. I'm glad you guys are asking these because I moved through some of these features and left out some important things. So the beautiful thing about uh, both of these devices, the Omni Reader and the Smart Reader, do not uh, worry about the orientation of the uh, the document. So if it's in landscape, if it's um, in portrait, or if it's upside down, you're you're going to be just fine. It, it it will read it either way. It will accommodate and. Uh, read back to you. So that's, uh, that's one thing that's very nice is you don't have to worry about uh, which way your document is. Of course, it's got to be facing. The text has to be up at the camera. But as long as you've got that, then uh, you're good to go. And while we're talking about that as well, another thing I wanted to mention to you is what if you have a document with columns? So what if you're looking at a newspaper article or magazine article, or maybe you're looking at a, a bill that's you know in table format? There is... Uh, a columns mode capability on these devices that actually works pretty well. So when you know that you have a document like that, or if you scan it in the first place and you're not getting it read to you on how you think it should be, you can definitely try your columns mode. And in the user guide, it will tell you how to do that. Basically, you're holding down one of the keys while you're scanning. And that's how you're going to do it. And it will tell you it's in columns mode. And then it should read the way that the, that the columns go. So if you're looking at a bill, for example, it would give you, you know, the, it would say balance and then it would read the numbers properly and that kind of thing versus just reading, you know, all the way across. 
So if some of you've had experience with, with that, you know, with these OCR devices before, even if you've used a Pearl camera with JAWS or open book or use some of the older scanning and reading devices, maybe you've heard of columns mode, but that's what it's called. And basically you're just telling the scanner that uh, this is how you want it to be interpreted. So uh, let's move to the Omni Reader quickly because I want to give you guys a little compare and contrast between these these devices. The Omni Reader is made from by Freedom Scientific, manufactured by Freedom Scientific. As I mentioned before, it's been out about three years. Same idea as far as what it does. It's going to scan your printed material and read it back to you. The main difference with the Omni Reader is it's got a built-in 10-inch monitor. So like the Smart Reader HD we were talking about before, if you wanted any kind of magnification with that or to visually see what's going on, you have to connect it to a monitor via the HDMI port. On the Omni Reader, that screen is built in, which is one reason why you've got a higher price point on the Omni Reader. So when you're thinking about which one of these to to purchase for yourself or to put in your community center or library or places like that, you definitely may want to consider the features that uh, that you'd need. But uh, that's certainly pretty nice because, uh, you know, if you don't have a monitor nearby, you don't want that added cost of, of buying a monitor. On the Omni Reader, you've got it built in. So same idea as far as scanning. There's a big round button that's on the top of the Omni Reader circular button. You're just going to push that. It's going to snap a picture of the fo- of the document and begin reading back to you in just a few seconds. Now, it's different from the smart reader. If you think of, remember I mentioned on the smart reader, the buttons were on the bottom, on the base of the unit for your play pause and your moving backward or forward through the document. With the Omni Reader, everything is on top, on top of the unit. So think of above where the monitor is. They both sit upright, but where the speaker would be on the smart reader HD, that's pretty much where the monitor is on the Omni Reader. So the buttons will all be on top. There are some dials that are on the left and the right side of the machine. Those allow you to move through the document or change your rate of speech. Now, another thing is there is a low vision mode or there's a blindness mode, what we call it, on the Omni Reader. Because if you're totally blind, you don't need to worry about the fact that the monitor is even there. I guess, correct? Somebody like myself wouldn't need to worry about that. But it is. And if you want to use that, you can get into the low vision mode and be able to take advantage of the changing the the colors, changing the size of the magnification, things like that. And you're doing that with the same dials that you're going to use in the blindness mode for some of the other features, like changing your rate of speech um, and, and things like that. So that's one difference. Now, another thing that uh, we can do with the Omni Reader is this can be connected to a refreshable Braille display as well, like the Focus, for example, our Focus Blue line of Braille displays. We have those in a 14, a 40 cell, and an 80 cell. So if you instantly wanted to be able to read in Braille what you've just scanned, As soon as you scan that and it begins reading, it's also available in Braille to you as well if you have a Braille display connected. So that's pretty cool. And somebody was asking earlier if these units are upgradable. 
You know, can you, can you update them? And actually with the Omni reader, that uh, feature for connecting to focus braille displays was not available right away. That was a feature that came later. And that's when it becomes pretty handy to be able to run these updates like uh, they were asking about before. So very good questions there. So those are the primary differences between the Omni Reader and the Smart Reader. Number one, that there's a monitor built into the Omni Reader. And number two, that you can connect it directly to a refreshable Braille display via the USB port. Now, a couple other things there. This has Wi-Fi built into it as well. The Omni Reader does. So if you want to download books from Bookshare, for example... Um, you could do that and then bring those directly into the Omni Reader to be able to read. Okay, so those are files, electronic files, you know, just like what you would be scanning with scanning your mail or scanning a document yourself. But just another feature of the Omni Reader is that because it has Wi-Fi, you can log on to the Bookshare service and bring books directly in. Now, if you had them in other places too, let's say you did that on your computer and you saved them on your thumb drive and then you wanted to bring them into the Omni Reader that way, you could certainly uh, do that as well. So it's up to you on whether you want to uh, actually use the feature on the Omni Reader to do it or bring them in from someplace else. That's the main focus of the Wi-Fi. There are some other things there as well. It supports some email services. So you could read email directly on the Omni Reader if you wanted to. Uh, things like that. So as these devices have, um, you know, as there's been more of them on the market, you know, more of them available, some have added some features that you might think of, well, geez, I thought I needed a computer to do that. And you might be thinking to yourself, you know, what I really want to use this standalone device for is just to scan my mail or scan a printed document whenever I, I have one that nobody's around to assist me in reading. And that is always the primary focus of what these devices are for and what you can do with them. It's just a, a matter of, do you want some of these additional features? Do you want a monitor built in? Do you want to be able to read on your refreshable Braille display right away? If you read Braille, that it would certainly be a feature that uh, you might want to consider. So that's the beauty of you know, having these different devices available is that there's, a, you know, lots of different options to consider when you are uh, deciding, you know, what, what kind of device you want. And the price on that one is $2,495 compared to the Smart Reader HD at $1,895. So you got a bit of a bit of a price increase there, but definitely some additional features that the Smart Reader would not have. I have a question, if you don't mind, Jeff. Go ahead. <laughs> um, about the Omni Reader, if you hook it up to your Braille display, can you turn off its speech? Uh, you could, absolutely. So you could mute it. You could uh, turn the volume all the way down. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You certainly could. So you could just read in Braille. Mm-hmm. Very good question. Cool. Yep, you sure could. Okay, Um we have a question here, area code 718. One of the problems with having a camera look at the printed uh, material is flattening the material. In the old scanner days, that was no problem. But with the camera, it can sometimes be a problem. Um, is there any kind of like non-reflective glass plate or, or some other type of uh, device or that you could recommend to do that? That's a very good question, and the answer is I'm not sure. Um, where where are you located? 
I'm in New York City, but okay. uh, you know, this is a problem. This isn't just for your devices; it's for any device that uses a camera to capture the image. Uh, yep. You get this mail, and it's it's creasing, and you you spend about <laughs> five minutes trying to uncrease it and keep it flat. You know, absolutely no. Or even the reason- a book with the spine, you know. Right, exactly. The reason I was I was curious on where you were located is because um, we have um, distributors of our technology all around the country, and if you're in New York City, there you've got some pretty good options there, um, who would be able to assist you as far as um, you know devices like that that might have worked, you know, that they might have sold, you know, with these devices in the past, and and things like that. I'm gonna. Uh, give you guys my email address. So if you want to send me a note, I can certainly point you in the direction of a distributor who might be able to uh, answer that question for you and actually might have a reflexive plate that they would, uh, that they would recommend that would come with that. So just so you guys know, Jeff Bazer, B-A-Z-E-R. Wait a minute. And my on, let me email. Let that off. Okay. I'm sorry. Say again. So my email address is J Bazer, J B A Z E R. At Vispero, V-I-S-P-E-R-O dot com. So anybody here today, if you want further information, if you'd like the user guide sent to you on either of these devices that we're talking about or just other questions about other products, by all means, I'll do all I can to help you. And uh, if I can't, we'll get you to the right folks who can. So again, J-Bazer, J-B-A-Z-E-R at Vispero dot com. Okay, we have one more hand. Um, Beth, you should be able to unmute. Hey, Beth, how are you doing? Hi, guys. Great presentation. I was just wondering, are these devices primarily, of course, anybody can buy one, but are they primarily for people who do not choose to use a computer? In other words, what would the difference be if somebody has a computer with JAWS I understand that you can do the same thing with a camera. So could you please go over the differences and um, anything else you can think of concerning that? Thank you. Thank you, Beth. Absolutely. The answer is absolutely not. If you use JAWS on your computer, you have OCR capability available there with a Pearl camera. Or you could do your... um, convenient OCR if you wanted to do it that way and, you know, get into documents that you found on the web already and PDF files and things like that. So you've got all the capability if you're using a computer that we're talking about here today. These devices are absolutely for people who have decided for whatever reason that they're, they don't want to use a computer. Maybe they don't know how. They haven't been trained. They've decided, I don't want to use a computer. Maybe they're older folks who, you know, never, never had the, uh, the notion to do it, that kind of thing. So what we've tried to do with these standalone devices is bring some of the technology, some of the capability from the computer into a device like this, and also make it very simple, straightforward, very easy to be able to scan a document and have it read back to you. So basically what happens with either one of these devices, you literally take this thing out of the box, plug it in, turn it on, and press one button. And that is your capture button on the Smart Reader HD and the same button on the, uh, on the Omni Reader. And the camera is going to take a picture of the document and instantly begin reading it back to you in synthesized speech. 
So it is the easiest way that we've been able to come up with to be able to scan printed material quickly and efficiently. And now that these devices are portable, uh, it, it's even you know a lot more attractive. We're finding them in a lot more places because, um, as we were talking about earlier, you know some of the older OCR devices that were standalone were very very large because of the flatbed scanners. And now that it's a camera, um, they've they've become much smaller, uh, uh, longer battery life as well. That's another thing, uh, Beth. You know, with this is that uh, we're talking eight hours of battery life on the smart reader HD, 12 hours in the Omni reader when you charge these things. So uh, they're portable and they have a battery. So, uh, you know, easy to move and bring with you. Viola, you should be able to unmute. (laughs) Viola, Um, how are you doing? Hey, how are you? Good. Um, Been around Freedom Scientific for a very long time. I have a copy. Now, I know we're talking about standalone. But I just have a question. Wonder if you know if there's ever, if it's going to be an update to Omni to um, uh, Open Book. Yeah, I couldn't get gotcha. it out. Yeah, thank yep. you. Sure, thank you, Viola. I uh, I don't think so. As far as I know, Open Book is pretty much at the height of uh, its capability. Um, and and what has happened is we've moved some of that technology, some of that capability into Jaws with um, OCR uh, capability there now in the JAWS and Fusion products as well. So, uh, and, and that, um, if you want to scan printed material with JAWS and Fusion, uh, as long as you have a Pearl camera, that's the easiest way to accomplish that. You can do it with others as well. But the Pearl camera now is only $295, and you can get in there and do most of the same things with that you could in Open Book. You can now do in uh, JAWS and Fusion as well. Now, sometimes there's still a need for a program like Open Book. If you want to do some heavy-duty editing, if you want to convert uh, your scanned materials into things like MP3 or into Braille, that's where Open Book becomes a program that's still very attractive. But as far as updating it and adding more new features, I don't think that that's going to happen. I think Open Book is pretty much where it will continue to be. Another place that I wanted to mention to you guys that we find um, that these devices, these standalone scanning and reading devices come in very handy is at the VA and with veterans because, you know, once they're, you know, back from, from uh, you know, wherever they were deployed, you know, sometimes there can be some, some traumatic brain injuries and other things going on there. And so in a case like that, if uh, they haven't had the training on the computer or, or that kind of thing, you know, we, we see that these devices work very, very well for them. Because, again, the ease of use, the fact that you just put your document in front of it, make sure it's turned on, press one button, and you're reading, um, that is a group of folks who have had, uh, you know, very good success with these standalone uh, scanning and reading devices. Okay, Tony? You should Hi, be able to unmute. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, this is Tina. Tony's here too, but Tony oh. was wondering if you guys could I'm do confused. a demo. <laughs> you guys have uh, you guys have it going on, man. Tony and Tina on the same <laughs> machine and back and forth. I thought I was going to get it right this time. <laughs> <laughs> they fooled you. Uh, so, Tina, you're wondering uh, how you can get a demo of these devices. Is that what you said? 
Yeah, Tony wanted to hear a demo. He was wondering if you could do a demo. Oh, I okay. All right, I apologize. I can't do a demo. I don't have it set up right now to be able to do that, and I apologize. Um, this is mainly an introduction of what these products can do. As far as a demo goes, the best place for you to do that quickly is going to be on YouTube. If you type in which one you're looking for, Smart Reader HD or Omni Reader, um, there are videos available on both of them. In fact, there's a, a good one I mentioned earlier from Sight and Sound Technologies in the UK. So you're going to get a bonus because you'll get to listen to the British accent mm. as well. And they actually do a really nice comparison between the two devices, between the smart reader and the omni reader, and tell you about the different features of each. So that's a great little – and you can hear the voices on there as well. And how big are the buttons? We have someone in the family who is blind who – um, doesn't she has a lot of uh, um, I guess kind of ner like severe arthritis neuropathy issues issues yep. that kind of thing. So how, are these buttons you know quite big? You know maybe like the size of the uh, NLS players. If you have seen those, yes, I have seen those. And the answer is on the Smart Reader HD, they are. That would probably be the one that I might lean towards. For anybody that has some neuropathy going on and, uh, you know, needs to have large buttons to be able to feel. And that would be for two reasons. Number one, because the base of the smart reader where these buttons are is it's, it's very solid. It's at the bottom. So you're not going to have to feel around for these buttons at all. They're going to be right in front of you on the bottom. Uh, they are very large buttons, all three of them. The play pause button in the middle is the largest. So they, it's it's very easy with the Smart Reader HD to tell the difference between the buttons you're feeling. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Absolutely. Tony and Tina. We heard from both <laughs> of them. Yeah, about that. Okay, Michelle. <clears throat> hey, Michelle. The, the Pearl camera that works with JAWS, is it easy to use with JAWS? Uh, are you a are you a pretty proficient JAWS user? Would you say? Um, I'm a beginner slash intermediate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think you could do it. I I don't think you'd have any problem at all. So it's it's easy to set up. Absolutely. So and 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 Larry, you may want to add some additional comments here, or anybody feel free. But basically, what happens is the Pearl camera is, um. It's via USB is how you connect that to your computer. And basically, the Pearl camera just folds out much like a, a, a small camera would be that you'd use for a web on the web if you had a webcam. Mm -hmm. It's very nice. It's on a it's on a stand. So when it's when it's out, when the Pearl camera is is ready for scanning, um, it is sitting about uh, what is it? 10 to 12 inches, I think, above the tabletop that it's on so you would place your document right at the base of the pearl camera there's about three keystrokes that you would do in jaws to get to the point where it'd be ready for ocr if you're familiar at all with the layered keystrokes in jaws where you're pressing yep, in, yep, yep. okay so your insert key in your spacebar then you're going to hit o for ocr and if you are using your pearl camera you'll hit the letter a for acquire Wow. It, it's going to verify that you want to use the Pearl. And if the Pearl is the only thing that's connected to your machine, it will be there by default. So you just press enter 
And once you do that, it's going to take a snapshot of your document and begin reading it to you immediately with your JAWS voice. There are instructions to the Perl, usually in Braille, but they also come with the unit. But remember that the camera is telescoped, so it's folded in initially, but you, you push a couple of buttons on it and it snaps out into its normal mode. And that's the way I leave it. Some people can't, depending on how much room they have on their desks. But, and then everything else you need is pretty much menu driven. There are, there are hotkeys. There are, there are things that you can do by just going through the menus and right. finding out where those things are. It's very simple to use. Even I can do it. <laughs> and one of the nice things about using your computer for OCR is at that point, then once you've scanned, you can, you can save that directly into Word. There's an option to do that there if you want to do that. Um, you know, so it's very easy to, to keep the information if you want to save it for, for whatever reason. So that's one of the nice things about doing it on the computer. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Absolutely. All right, Larry, 358. How's that? You're doing That's good. Really- you, you've had radio background. I could tell long. I think you told me that. Well, yeah, this you- has been fun, guys. Yeah. I, I I do have a, for, geez, it's been 20 years since yeah. I did that. But it's always fun to to come on here and, and, and visit with all of you guys and uh, and, and talk about products. So uh, thank you very much for, for having us, and we'll come back anytime. Excellent. Well, you, thank you, you so much, terrific. Jeff. Thanks so much for your, your presentations are always great. All oh, of you. Thank you. This yeah, should be this should great. be up in podcast form later on today, and we'll do that. And I'll send you over the URLs uh, in a bit here, Jeff. Decent. We look forward okay. to that. Thank you guys very thank much. Thank you. Next week, three Eastern, twelve Pacific. Vispero comes at you again on Thursday. Thanks right. so much, everybody. Thanks, Larry. Thanks for streaming. You're welcome. <laughs>